Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Our Inner Voices. Um, I am your host, Noah Adelia, aka Mr. Inner Voices himself. Um, we have a return guest today. Woohoo! Woo, woo, woo. I, don't have, I don't have my sound effects yet, but when I get them... Wow, okay, that will do for now. <laughs> we have a return guest today. Um, you might remember him from the very, very weird podcast episode about AI and the machine takeover. <laughs> Um, Matt Miller. Hello. So me and Noah did this podcast last time. We're in a different state of mind, <laughs> whereas now we're all good. So uh, hopefully the conversation will flow. will be a lot better. And we have an uh, Inner Voices first timer, Mr. Lachine. How are you, Lachine? I'm good. Uh, it's nice to be here, actually. It's a cool room, isn't it's it? This is nice, a yeah. cool room. I agree. You I guys need to say it more. Big up Noah as well, going from yeah. our old podcast in a dingy little crack den to, <laughs> <laughs> to SOAS Maybe Uni Studio. Well, yeah. no, it was... Some, some of the places I recorded the first few episodes, <laughs> they were like tr- probably dingy cracked in. His house was a dingy cracked in. <laughs> we, sh- we were showing our mic basically kissing him. Bro, listen, in, in the beginning, it was I was always in the background like a maestro. like, <laughs> And I'll be like, ooh, that is really interesting, blah, blah, blah. While I'm saying, I'm having to multitask, like, all right. <laughs> It's your turn. It's your <laughs> halfway through the f- sentence, we just forget what we wanted to do. Oh yeah, some somebody just had uh, somebody's memory was poor, very poor. <laughs> due to but today we're sober. We're good. We thank the Lord. Um, but yeah, the, the boys join me today. We have an option between two topics. As you guys know, the new format of the podcast is um, unless it's topics that can get us uh, cancelled or kicked out of our institutions and jobs. <laughs> we don't do much research before. <laughs> we just <laughs> we just get on and have a conversation and see where it leads. So today we have two potential topics, right? I'm going to put you guys in a bit of a tricky spot by making you choose on the spot, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Topic one is how would the world end? And the whole point of this topic is obviously we're not wishing the world ends, but we're saying within this climate of, well, climate change and people talking about all these uh, messy things about the world and nuclears and so nuclear weapons and so on we're trying to make a conversation figuring out how we think this shit will all collapse the second topic is my personally my favorite and Lashina's agreed <laughs> we're trying to do peer pressure so it's, <laughs> it's already two against one <laughs> but the second topic is um what are the functions of your inner voice this topic is uh, special to me because, as you can imagine, our inner voices. I just realized that this <laughs> second. Only now I realize that that is why it's called inner voices. Are you serious right now? Wow. <laughs> I swear. I swear to God. Oh, my God. You're a fucking... Did oh, you go wow. to uni or... <laughs> what are you not going to meet? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I, I thought he listens to the podcast. It's like, I just realized what the whole purpose. He's on it as well. All right. So, the, what is your inner voice part? What that um, topic means, that, co- that topic is inspired by one of the questions um, 
that was asked to me on my birthday by one of our listeners. Um, his question was, what does your inner voice sound like? And the reason why I like that topic is because our inner voices is meant to bring or try and bring the voice, like literally your inner voice about how you think, how you perceive the world. Try to bring it to the light so that you can compare with other people and try and understand other points of view. So I, what are we going, what are we going for? I, I feel inner voices. Inner voices. Yeah, I am. I agree. I'm liking that. Yeah, fuck you, man. All right, it's two <laughs> against one. I knew this from the start. Let's do it. <laughs> but we will have the boys back to do the second topic, by the way, just because we have, um, you know how I am. I was a bit late. <laughs> late. <laughs> yeah, so we had to run around. Okay, so Lachine. When was the first time you remember speaking to yourself and thinking, this kind of makes sense? Wow. Uh, that's a deep one. Yeah, uh, I'd probably have to say somewhere, I mean, probably when I was little, like probably primary school sometime, where it's like, it wasn't just you were running through life where you actually start to have like, uh, some of like a conscience, should I do this, should I do that kind of decision in yes. your mind? And then it's like, you should do this, you know? Um, yeah, somewhere in primary school. Um, I don't know what specifically it was. I was probably trying to do something bad and then steal some sweets or something like that. <laughs> and you realize you have consciousness. Like, You're like, wait, what is that thing in my yeah. mind? It's like my mom would not like me to do this. <laughs> yeah. but see, that is, I see, okay, so I find that so fascinating, right? And the reason being is, right, the, the first, from the first time you had that conscious thought and you were actually able to ask yourself a question right should i do this or not right yeah. come back but did you start to count whenever you were having that those thoughts like okay let me okay uh, let me give you a quick example and then uh, which is what i'm yeah, uh, i mean so obviously i came from a christian background when i was a kid i remember vividly the first time i ever officially sinned <laughs> it was when i was a primary school well. elaborate on what that sin was what did i steal <laughs> i can't remember what it was but it was when i was like seven years old i did steal something i can't remember what but the first it was the first time i ever looked up and i guess i would say consciousness and god is very similar for me because it was the first time i looked up and i was like all right my bad but this is the first one isn't it but uh can i ask you a question yes what, were you scared of god or were you scared of your mom or what what someone would do to you <laughs> it was a combination oh. Okay. Um, I wasn't scared of the parents because I knew I'd already got away with it. Okay. Um, I knew they listened, so I need to stop incriminating myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that I would get away with it. But then I feel like God was our parents' second... Uh, like God was our parents' uh, grand grandparent in the sense that you know how you say, I'll tell your grandma. Yeah. And she, you'll be like, oh, shit, shit, I don't want Nana to know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what they used God for. I'll tell God. And you're like, oh, shit that nigga <laughs> but but that, that's what i mean so like the same way i spoke to that voice in my head wh how did you react after your first one like did it start coming up again constantly yeah i, I, I can't remember the first one where it did actually happen but yeah it probably started to creep up a lot more and nowadays it's like it happens all the time it's like the decisions uh you make are just everywhere throughout your whole day you have to make many decisions going on yeah, it's just strange to think about back when you didn't have to make decisions. There was just, you just lived, your parents took care of you and all that. So, Okay, that's, that's interesting. 
uh, Miller, <laughs> can I ask you the same thing? When did you first figure out that you had that kind of um, that angel and demon on your shoulders in a way? Do you know what? When you asked Lachin, I, I had no idea what my answer was going to be. And I feel like you're saying this from experience. So I'd like to know what you what you think, what your first thought was. I think the first... Wow, alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first official time... Um, to be honest with you, mine, mine started to develop in... Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, we're in the voices. Hey. <laughs> 93.1. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thing is my first encounter with my inner voice, um, like properly beyond that, obviously that little deviant saying, Oh fuck, if I steal this. Um, was in I feel like it was in boarding school. Because I, I obviously In Nigeria. Let's, in get, Nigeria. let's get the uh, setting. Yes, in Nigeria. So as you as you guys already know from um, listening to or being my friends in general, um, when I was really when I was in boarding school, like I was always getting in trouble. So it got to a point where I used to be isolated so much, like uh, detention or just being kept in a room by myself for ages, um, where I started to have to have a conversation with myself. Like I had a lot of agreements in my head that we were not going to do this thing again. It happened again the next day. Like th- my nickname was One Day One Trouble. So. <laughs> it would happen again the like next an day. apple a day a bit of trouble a day <laughs> and but the the main thing I noticed was I was still doing the fuck up the messy things still getting in trouble but one, I, one thing I noticed was very consistently I was having these conversations in my head like Yo, why are we doing this we need to stop we need to change um, and I never really gave a thought to what the voice was to why it was there or whatever until I started to realize that everybody has this this voice it's in a way it's like a conscience some people call it a conscience some people call it uh, ego some people call it um, instinct like your gut feeling but there's always that thing in there that's like hey Lachine maybe you shouldn't do that or I think you should go push yourself you know yes so what were you going to say well, no, that's the thing. So when you asked about the first time I had it, I literally can't recall the first time I had it. But it's quite a scary thought, isn't it? That this thought inside your head you have, it's, it's not disappearing. It's You can't remember necessarily. Well, it's been with you since you were born. So it's with you all throughout your life. It's, it is who you are. It changes perhaps as you grow. But that is the only thing that's going to stay with you for life. The same thought inside your head. Do you know how messed up that is? It stays with you for life, bro. That's mm. mad. Because it's the same, like, it's the same voice you had when you were two years old, three years old. But that's the thing. <laughs> what, what, I wonder what your thought was when you were two years old. Obviously, we can't remember it, but, like, was it just your sort of innate tendencies back then? It's like, right, cruel, 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 goo goo gaga. Milk, milk. I think, I think man was like... Mummy, mummy. I think man was like, goo goo gaga, don't bite the breast. It's like... It's like <laughs> Similar to how it is now, then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so uh, this is the beauty of doing these conversations while planning them. Because <laughs> yeah, this is completely winged. This is completely second. winged. You don't know where they're going. Okay. The second half of the topic was meant to be how do you utilize this voice, right? So, how, okay, so for instance, Lachine, yeah. you're Kenyan originally, right? 
um, very mixed. Very mixed. Oh, shit. Yeah, right, so give my, us a list real quick. My, my dad is from Ghana and then my mom's uh, Kenyan, Yemen and Indian. But mostly Yemen, yeah. Your mom is Kenyan, Yemen and India. Indian, yeah. Yo, she was, she was about. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Her parents. <laughs> she <did>. was about. <laughs> <laughs> she was about. I don't really like that. I don't really like that. <laughs> Rephrase one, two, one, two. I mean, her parents were about. What the fuck? Like that's that's yeah, sick. Yeah. yeah so do, in good. your culture, right? Do they have an idea about? Uh, in your culture, is there an idea about uh, speaking to yourself? No, not not. Uh, so I was brought up um, a Muslim, so. There wasn't necessarily speaking with yourself or like how to utilize your own brain or the, I mean, pitfalls that you might get, get yourself stuck into. Um, it was more just about being religious and just um, worshiping God and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, religion doesn't necessarily teach you how to be successful. It just teaches you how to be a good person. Well somewhat of a good person. A decent yeah. enough person. A I agree, it's person, like a yeah. set of ethics that you should sort of live by to become yeah. a good person. But uh, my, back to our inner voice, like my inner voice was never, oh, I'm going to do this because God didn't, or Allah didn't want me to do it. It was never that. It was more like, it's, it's weird how it's, when you're a kid and you're taught religion, you might also not actually understand what it is. So it's more like I was scared of my mom because oh she told me not to do this it wasn't like oh i'm scared of what might happen if i god my if i sin you know what i'm saying yeah opposed to your story where it was if i sin then it's like okay this is just one it wasn't never like that for me when i was younger but um sorry what was the question again oh there was no question i was just uh oh okay cool yeah i mean there was but i can't remember so I didn't <laughs> <say there was laughs> <no question. laughs> some things don't change <laughs> <laughs> now okay so like for me, it was for me the voice was necessary because it was like a survival tool. Yeah. As you've gotten older, I'm so sure that voice has gotten louder. Yeah. Well, let's not say loud, but it has gotten more dominant. Yeah, I feel like when you grow, it the voice is at the back of your head and like sort of no, the front of your head, and you sort of get it to the back as and you start understanding things for me instead of a frontal perspective you start understanding it from a mind perspective so you really like understand what people think rather than just sort of like acting on something without acting on something without considering actions okay wait so how does that uh, wait when you I, you said how people think how do you factor in how people think to how your inner voice works for you Okay, so you might want to cut this out and I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I consider cutting this out but before you say you're sober or say before you've ever smoked weed, when you speak, you're speaking on a frontal level. So you're speaking, say there's a plane in front of your face and you're just speaking like that. So there's no one listening to you. No, you don't take into consideration the other people's thoughts about what you're going to say. But say when you're high, you start thinking about what other people may feel about what you say. And then you okay. start thinking about their, like, it's called theory of mind. I remember it in some stupid psychology lesson in year 13, that you, when you grow up, you said, um, you start to develop an understanding of how people think. But so that's then, not necessarily a good thing. 
Oh. No, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. So it could just drive you insane in yeah. the end. Yeah, because that's where like paranoia comes from. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's the thing. So obviously, um, there's a limit to it. So you don't want to be too far back in your mind, and you want to be at a good level where you you understand what people think, but you don't give a shit enough to care what they think. Okay, because that sounds like a healthy mind. Yeah, uh, I'd say so. Yeah. As long as you're a good person, <laughs> live your life do all those kind mm. of things you, you shouldn't harm people if you just don't care what they think about you it's just one of those things like think caring about what people think of you is probably way, way more worse than not caring what they think about you i agree 100%. even though you might mm. be a dick sometimes yeah but i think for your own self it's, it's selfish but i'm gonna go grab the food that's the mcdonald's go yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not going to eat on air. Uh, I'll, I'll bring it in. I'll leave it there if we're not even eating, yeah? Uh, cool. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have jeans on? Jeans? No, he's... Uh, I don't even know what these are. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to continue? Of course. Okay. Well, who cares about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All right, so what... I tell you what. When you wake up in the morning, do you speak to yourself? yeah yeah always like that's normal and what's the conversation like oh it's just getting my shit ready why did you not get ready the night before (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm gonna rush now because of you there's always this like conflict of like oh it life should be this way but you've kind of fucked yourself up by not preparing or anything like that so you just kind of rush i do find when you rush you don't you think less you just like you just go yeah which is also nice as well like, I had a piece of work this week, and just, like, it's quite a big project. It's, like, for uh, BP uh, Asia, we're trying to do some BP for the petrol company. But I just slacked the whole week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, just slacked. But I knew, like, if I get the time pressure, same like how we grew up, and, like, well, h- how it is in school, you just wait to, like, the last week or last two weeks, and then you do all the work. So I just wasted Monday and Tuesday, and then now today I was, like, super busy. But you think less, you just like do and you get so focused and night like there's not much like conflict, you nothing, no talking in your head. You're just doing yeah. the task. And I think that's one of those like selfless, but like nice. Uh, what's the word for it? In- intuition or like uh, in like intuitive things. Something that's just natural. It's it's the state of flow. You know, the state of flow. When you just uh, get into a flow and you just start doing things and you don't question mm-hmm. what, you, what you're doing. You just, you've got an objective and you do it perfectly, you know? Yes. And you can, your brain just works in overdrive. That's nice. That, that's a good feeling. But it, yeah, generally living day to day, you don't get that because there's no time pressure. Like I have to do things and it's all just planning. Should I do this? Should I not do this? So, you know? So from what you're so from what I can understand by what you're saying, that means you do find that inner voice to be a distraction at times. Because like yeah. the difference between the just the natural flow of getting shit done mixed with, oh, you should have done this, why didn't you do this earlier? Why didn't why have you left this so late? Yeah. There's a very clear difference there. Yeah, it, it the thing is, yeah, it is sometimes Probably, I could probably put it down to 70% is not needed, right? Okay. Like, I don't know, it probably varies from what people find important. Like, I'm not an organized person, but for an organized person, they would probably say 50% of what the inner voice says to them is um, 
what's the word for it uh, oh sorry my vocabulary game is the no, only point it's, it's, it's not even a big word it's, well 50% of it is good like good shit that they need right because yeah. they like to organise they always have things in place but I, I'm not organised I just think of unnecessary shit most of the time um but I definitely have like a, a dr- I, I always have this like uh, thought of not thoughts, but just um, a phrase basically of why we do the things we do. And I want your take on it. Basically, it's the mind wants to do everything to gain dopamine. So everything you do is based around dopamine. So why I, let's say, go out and chill with my friends to like 3 a.m. or whatever is because there's dopamine uh, effects there or it's like why do I put off the work because I'm going to watch something on Netflix or I'm going to do something that's more chill and there's dopamine there like and a lesser dopamine rush yeah but you're always trying to find dopamine in the world right so um, you've also got the why do you want to be rich right so why do you want to be rich you sitting there and doing work right now is not a dopamine filled task though it's just you doing work but you perceive that in the future, if I do this work, then in the future, I'm going to have high dopamine f- for my brain and stuff like that because I yes. have more money. I can do all these things, you know. Yeah. So I, I definitely think like dopamine is the drive of all these like actions you do or your inner voice that tells you to do what you do. I don't know. What's your take mm-hmm. on that anyway? Um. So. I actually think the do- I actually think the idea of dopamine. This is going to be another episode um, for a different day, but I think the idea of dopamine um, has such a strong part to play in us as young people in our minds, right? Mm-hmm. Because, for instance, um, that dopamine rush is something that yes, you're right. We do chase quite often. I personally don't know how to catch it. I have some ways of catching my dopamine rush so for example when my dissertation was due Mm -hmm. um i knew i had five months to do it i knew technically i could have started from day one but the way the dopamine the the way the 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 thrill works for me is i needed to be i needed to be scary i needed to be a bit like fuck fuck you know yeah yeah and then just do it quickly. and then just do it yeah, yeah, yeah. because one thing I've noticed is that inner voice stops moving when you're busy yeah yeah big time like today I didn't I feel good as well which is weird oh it feels great bro <laughs> like I have just been doing work 9 to 5 and I feel way better than if I was just sitting there not doing work just my mind thinking just you know? thinking of what, why why am I not doing this work yeah work that and that brings me into another aspect right by the way I hope I answered your question yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That was good. So it brings me to another aspect, right? Um, this inner voice, we, you might naturally think that maybe the show is called our inner voices. People will think, oh, my inner voice is good. You might naturally think this thing is always positive, right? But as you have um, clearly highlighted, sometimes functionality is more important than this voice, right? If you have a very functional mind, when you have these encounters with your inner self, Let's call it the inner self. When you have these encounters with your inner self, you're able to have a conversation, but more of a intellectual conversation. Like, for instance, it might be like, you know what? This situation happened today. It was really shitty. shouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. But then that voice is there to be like, yeah, but guess what, though? There's tomorrow. Yeah, I always have that silver lining approach in my brain. And that's not like something bad might happen 
Yo. Oh shit. That's quick. Uh-huh. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, two seconds. <laughs> they cancelled the food. <laughs> just, For fuck's sake, man. You listen to your inner voice and it told <laughs> you to fucking get McDonald's at this time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> basically, 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 basically. <laughs> this guy. It was no this fault is entirely of justified. <laughs> <laughs> so. I right, go on. <laughs> Basically, it was ordered, and the guy was waiting for six minutes, and oh, he cancelled. Oh, because the time it took you to get from upstairs downstairs. Six minutes, and he cancelled. What's that about? But he refunded it, so when Sammy arrives, he will yeah, order again. Cool, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So All right, we got 15 more minutes, so I'm going to get us back straight in. All right, so... Where were we? What when... When um, our hero Matt left to get the, the McDonald's, uh, me and the Sheen were talking about the we negative aspects of the inner voice. Okay. Because although we might look at the inner voice in a peaceful setting, like in a peaceful setting, we might look at the inner voice as this not this uh, guiding figure who tells us what to do and gives us a, a nice balanced conversation, right? In other situations, like Lachine has pointed out, um, when he has a work deadline to deal with, it is better for that voice to just not exist yeah. so that you can just focus and get straight into it. Yeah. How do you feel about that balance? I'll ask you the same question I asked Lachine. When you wake up in the morning, what is the conversation like? When I wake up in the morning, I am a different person to how I am after about an hour of waking up. There's a cool TED talk about um, <laughs> procrastination and the highlight of it is about saying that the um, procrastination is a monkey yeah, yeah, with the that. symbols yeah. just clapping away, sort of distracting you from everyday do more life. Shit. Yeah, do yeah, more shit. No, 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 it's distracting you. It's like, don't do more shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't really remember how it goes, but watch it. I'll send it to Noah so he can put the link in the description. When, when did you watch it, though? This is funny, but when did you watch this it? This in fourth year. Well, I was yeah. meant to be revising. Yeah, exactly. as well. <laughs> <laughs> the classic YouTube of uh, how do I stop procrastination? 30 long minute TED talk? Go yeah, on then. <laughs> so he was but, like, let me just find the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good, and it? it? It sort of drives rationale and how to sort of stop. They sort of put that monkey in a box, and it's like, right, your time to play can be in an hour. And uh, yeah, sort of be productive, but take uh, for like 15 minutes, take little breaks and stuff like that. Okay, so... Before, I had a thought though on the way down. As long as it's not McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really hungry. No, 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 no. So I remember... There's a thing called the mind's eye. Have you heard of the mind's eye, Uh, Lachine? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. So I've Googled it because it can explain it better than me. So let me get really deep for this one. Imagine the table where you've eaten the most meals. Form a mental picture of its size, texture and colour. Easy, right? But when you summon the table in your mind's eye, did you really see it? Or did you assume we've been speaking metaphorically? As it turns out, how people form mental images seem to be very seem to vary significantly. I didn't actually read this. This is quite long. I feel like this will take me about five minutes to read. But basically, the mind's eye is when you can picture something in your mind. So say I say a table to you right now, you're probably picturing it in your mind. Yes. Yeah? Okay, people don't have that. 
there's a certain number of people that when you say something, they can't imagine it in their heads. Okay. I used to be like that. I had to practice. Well, yeah, yeah. No, but th- for, throughout their lives, it's a thing. So there's a guy in computer science at uni who had no idea until he must have been like 18, 19, uh, 20, that he didn't realize he had the mind's eye until he saw it on Reddit one day about this thing called the mind's eye is that when you imagine something, he couldn't see it. And he thought it was completely normal because this isn't something that typically comes up in everyday conversations. So... Like, uh-huh, uh, so um, he just so he just assumed that when he's able to see those things vividly, just everybody sees that. He just thinks of it as sort of like metaphorically. He can't actually vision he it. He probably so. just sees in words, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, uh-huh. well, we can't even imagine what he sees. So that's sort of like an element of your inner voice. Is that like when you're imagining scenarios? Like, I sit and I daydream for a lot of the day. I I imagine the most hypothetical situations that I ever imagine. I'm sat in the office and I'm like. What if someone just burst here in here <laughs> with a gun? <laughs> What's my nearest exit point? <laughs> Whereas some people wouldn't be able this to. This is what BT pay you for. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas some people literally can't imagine that. Like that's a crazy thing, isn't it? Like imagine it's it might be a very small percentage of people. I have no idea about what percent of the people don't have the mind's eye, but that's a pretty, pretty crazy thought about like what. That's interesting. So what? What? To what extent does your does your visual mind play in your inner thought? That's that's very interesting. Because for somebody like me, I'm not very visual. I can't draw. I draw stick men um, and women, equality. But <laughs> <laughs> but I have, I've had to genuinely go out of my way to figure out how to improve um, how I think about things so that I can visualize better, right? Yeah. So... It is quite interesting, like, and I can use that to segue into the idea of um, where do our inner voices come from? Okay. Where do they come from? Mm. Because the nature of versus nurture argument claims that in terms of nature, nurture, nature, which which one is the uh, after birth? I have no idea. Uh, nature. I'll save you. It's nurture. No, 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 nurture. 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 So nurture. the nurture side of the nature nurture argument arg- <laughs> claims that. Um, we are influenced strongly by the environment, by our upbringing. So, for instance, it took me a while to realize that one of my inner voices was my mom and dad's voice combined in the, se- <laughs> in the sense that when I was doing... Okay, let's say I was about to go with my friends at uni to do some weird... You were being serious when you said we were getting deep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, who is this in my head? <laughs> and then we can This is... Just, just before we finish, this is a very important thing, experiment or, uh, or game I think people should play with themselves. When wait, everybody wait, has wait, those wait, voices... Wait, 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 No, I'm not saying wait. wank. I'm okay, not saying... Okay. Don't worry. It's like... What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> That's my inner voice playing up right there. So one ex- one thought experiment I think people benefit from a lot because we've done this a few times and it, trust me, it works. Sometimes just sit by yourself, think some negative thoughts, see how you respond to them. Think some positive thoughts, see how you respond to them in your head. Then step away for a second and ask yourself, who is responding to this shit? Because it's not me. It's not you. I'm not the one saying to myself, Hey, Lachine, God damn it, you're late again. You're always late. You're always going to be late for the rest of your life. I'm not the one saying that. Why would I think that about myself? So where did that voice come from? And I feel like the the main, the, the moment you, 
are able to conquer understanding where that voice comes from is the moment you're able to have get self-control over your mind so that's about training i think so another skewed psychology thing that i learned was a theory uh, not a theory like a thing called cognitive behavioral therapy which is a way of turning your irrational thoughts to rational thoughts. Okay, listen, 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 my my lane. <laughs> so, so say you have an irrational thought. Say, shit, I've missed the bus. I'm like, I'm gonna be late for my meeting, or necessarily not meeting. Like, I'm gonna be late for work. So your irrational thoughts are gonna be, I'm gonna get there late. I'm gonna be unproductive because I've uh, missed the time that I'm gonna be, uh, be there. I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna get fired. Whereas, so that's your irrational force. It's building. Yeah, yeah, and it builds it up. Whereas then you can sort of turn those irrational thoughts to rational thoughts. You can be like, you don't think, oh, I can just enjoy the journey there. I'm already already going to be late, so I can sort of take my time with it now. Obviously, that's dependent on whether you're sort of being clocked in on the hour and you have to be there. Or like you can just sort of enjoy the route more on the way to work. You sort of have to... You have to find a way to turn the irrational thoughts into rational thoughts. And is that something you find easy to do, or are you working on it? Well, I don't really practice it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, no, that's it. Because because it's we're winging this. Because because we're winging this. When you say it, it pops to my mind, and I'm like, shit, I remember this thing. So so for, I feel like for, for me, it's like that. That I always have that. Like silver linings. That's what I was talking to you yeah. about. I always have that in my mind. So if something bad goes, I there's a rational thought that makes it okay that that thing happened same like uh, you were meant to go to Amsterdam you you'd having that rational thinking of flipping it and you're doing this now you didn't just stop oh I'm gonna stay at home and not do anything mm. for the whole time you're still being productive you're still doing exciting shit like stuff I'm yeah. just bringing Amsterdam to me <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> wait don't incriminate me what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really good thing though, and that sort of like leads on to the whole everything happens for a reason. I feel like yeah, you miss your flight, but have you checked it? That flight might have been blown up over the uh, <laughs> yeah, <you have laughs> over the sea by now. All I'm saying is I've I've done this has happened enough times that by now there's so many people dead just to prove a point to me. <laughs> It's like every time you miss a flight, it's like, you know what, it could have blown up. And then you 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 deep down subconsciously, not on the surface, but subconsciously, you start wishing. Let me just check the news real quick. No? All right. Oh, so. <laughs> uh, shit. 